Hello, and welcome to episode 78 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I am Sharla. And I'm Heather. And unfortunately, Sarah had a death in the family, so she is not going to be joining us today. So we are so sad about it. It was um, it's not unexpected, yet still really hard. Still sad. Um, yeah, still really sad. So we miss her, and we said her and Sean and Ryan and the rest of their family, all of our love. So We're thinking about you all. Yeah. So um, we're just going to keep going, and we can manage without her. We've done it before. I know we can do it again. <laughs> we're big girls. We can do this on our own. <laughs> Uh, so this is episode 78 and each time we look up the episode number I was like I can't believe it's been that I many know. episodes. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about our favorite places to eat in each of the parks at Walt Disney World and this was suggested by Kyle who if you're on our Facebook group you're familiar with Kyle he's a moderator on our group and he posts a lot and it was his birthday this week so happy birthday Kyle and we thought about changing the topic since Sarah wasn't here, but then we thought, no, it's Kyle's birthday, and he suggested this, so we're going to do it. This is our, our gift to Kyle. Yeah. Also, so this for, is a dangerous topic because I haven't eaten breakfast yet, so I'm oh. going to be starving by the time we're done. <laughs> no, it's lunchtime here, so I'm really ready um, to do it. Uh, but first, we have a little bit of news. Uh, we're trying to you know, keep it positive for all of us stuck at home for a while, but we have a little bit of news. The first bit is that the Disney Wonder has canceled all sailings until we believe July 1st July at this 1st. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the, the Wonder right about now is scheduled to be headed out to the West Coast. Um, they do the Panama Canal and then they do a couple of Mexico sailings and then they go up to Alaska. But because Canada closed their cruise ports until July 1st, the Wonder cannot sail. Yeah, and they said that, according to what uh, the email said, they could not find an alternative cruise port than Vancouver. I don't know. Well, I think I, like, I was really holding out. I had a lot of clients in May and June really excited to do an Alaska sailing. They had booked a year and a half ago, um, and I was hoping that they would get Seattle as a home port, but then Seattle closed their port. And yeah. once they did that, I was like, well, San Francisco is kind of a stretch, but maybe. And then San Francisco's under stay at home order. So it's, there's, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. I had some people scheduled for Hawaii and uh, they were from Vancouver to Hawaii. So it's unfortunate. It really is. Um, especially for all of those who are going to, who are going to sail to. And, and those are not just, if it was a Caribbean, it's still disappointing. But Alaska and Hawaii, especially with Disney, is a very seasonal thing. Yeah. And so it's not like they can just go later. Um, yeah. Alaska's hard because it's only safe a few months out of the year because of all of the ice, which is right. why the sailings are so expensive, because there's a limited availability. Um, I would like to see Disney Cruise Line do more Hawaii sailings. And I'm hoping maybe with the, t the three new ships coming, whenever they're going to be able to, to come out now, um, Hopefully, Hawaii is more on that list because really there's only one company that has a cruise line or a cruise ship year round in Hawaii, and that's Norwegian. Um, so it'd be nice if there was more options. Yeah. And they, I wish that they would do more of like Los Angeles to Hawaii and back. That's yeah. Something. They, me they, too. Me too. Very Disney. rare. Because I would like. <laughs> I would like to not have to go up to Vancouver or down to San Diego. Like I would love way more cruise ships in the port of LA. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Well, the, no, like no cruise lines really do it. They don't, 
it's no. it's a very rare thing to go to cruise to Hawaii. Plus, it's a long sailing. Well, it's I think a long it'd be sailing. Fun. Like, I mean, I would love it to be out there for 15 days, but a lot of people can't get that time off of work, you know? So mm-hmm. that becomes your only vacation for the year. And, um, but for somebody who wants to go to Hawaii, maybe from the East Coast, that's a long flight. Like, I didn't like being stuck on a plane for 10 hours. So yeah. it, the option to fly to the West Coast and then do a cruise to Hawaii from there, I would love that. When we when we win the lottery or somehow when you're the dictator of when the I'm the dictator company. we're gonna we're gonna go from okay I am you'd have to fly but I'm gonna go from Port Canaveral through the Panama Canal and then we'll stop and pick you up if you don't fly out through the Panama Canal in like San Diego or, or Los Angeles and then we'll cruise to Hawaii that's perfect and then, and then I'll back. Do the cruise back and then I'll do the cruise back and fly home from Orlando yeah yeah that's there we go okay. All right, that's a plan. We'll do it. Okay. Um, all right, the next piece of news, Disney has purchased 26.3 acres west of Magic Kingdom. Hmm. I don't know. What's going on over there? Well, no. And I don't know exactly how close it is. I don't know if there's other land in between. I have no idea, but see, I've kind of, I glanced at the map really briefly, but I've been so busy that I didn't have time to just sit down and like, hmm, where is that? So I'm trying to picture in my mind, it didn't look like it was right close by, but it could be butting up against land that they have previously bought. I don't know if that other land is public or private or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter because, you know, Epcot and Magic Kingdom and even Animal Kingdom, they're pretty far apart. So um, I'm not sure how big... If it's big enough for a park, if it's big enough for a hotel, I have no idea. I mean, it could just be to offset their footprint because I know that they have the Wetlands Act. So every Mm -hmm. time they build something, they have to have more land dedicated to preserving the wetlands. So it could be something like that. It could just be facilities. Maybe they need like an extra, you know, um, solar field or an extra garbage disposal place somewhere to store their buses. Who knows? Who knows? It could, yeah, it could be nothing. It could be something, but all no, we know is Disney, they'll be it. halfway through building it before they announce what it is. Yeah. So. Or like they, when they say, no, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing this. Like they denied building Bay Lake Tower for months, even though the tower started. The tower was already started to go up before. I they feel like the it. tower was already complete and they were into, you know, doing the insides before I got the email like, surprise, we have yeah. a new DVC resort. Would you like to buy in? <laughs> Come on, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about the annual passes for Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Yes. Uh, this has been kind of speculated for a while, but I just got the email officially yesterday that says if you have an annual pass, for Walt Disney World and Disneyland, you can either get a partial refund on what you've paid for the amount of days the parks are closed, or you can they will extend it for you. Um, I believe the extension is automatic, um, but you have to call in to get a refund. Um, I was wondering I, if they were going to do that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy about it. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. Uh, I think I'll just probably take the extension because, number one, I, I could use it. Number two, I, then I don't have to call <laughs> in and do well, it. Well, here's my question, um, and I don't know if you know the answer, and I don't have it. I should ask my mom. She's a Florida resident that has an annual pass, but that hasn't occurred to me until just now. Um, but have they suspended the payments on if you're getting an extension and it's going to extend by three months or four months, however long the park's wind up being closed. Um, I know that 
California residents and Florida residents have the option of paying monthly for their annual passes. Have they stopped having to make those payments? So if you're going to extend my pass for four months, can I just not pay while the parks are open? Because I feel like that would gauge my decision. If I had to pay monthly for something I can't use, I don't want to do that because now maybe I'm out of work or, you know, that's a hardship of 40 bucks a month or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would as- assume that they they have stopped the payments on it. I as, being not a Florida resident, I had to pay in full when I when I bought, bought the pass. So I don't know. Um, ask your yeah, mom. If, maybe we'll find. If out. anyone's a Florida resident or a, a California resident, let us know. Because the last I heard out here, they hadn't stopped the payments, but that was a month ago. So anything could have changed. Yeah, and a month ago they weren't closed indefinitely. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last piece of news that we're going to talk about is Disney has updated their release schedule for their some of their movies. So yeah. you had that pulled up. Yeah, I just saw this yesterday. Um, and nobody can go to movies now. Everything's closed. And so they have been releasing some out early on Disney+. Plus. Um, I know Onward just came out, which I didn't get a chance to see this oh, weekend. so cute. But um, a lot of the movies that haven't been released yet that are their really big summer blockbusters that they were gearing up for, they rescheduled. So Mulan is now going to open on July 24th. Jungle Cruise got pushed back to July 30th. Um, The new Black Widow movie got pushed back to November 6th. Um, And The Eternals, which I don't know what that one is, but that got moved to February 12th of next year. Um, And then Artemis Fowl, which was supposed to come out pretty quickly that got pushed that's not even being released in the theaters i guess there was not enough buzz so they're going to put that on disney plus um they haven't announced the date yet but they're putting that on disney plus so it's not even coming to the theaters now oh okay that's too bad my book club just read artemis fowl um and we couldn't meet to talk about it so i didn't actually finish it yet <laughs> but i will sure. <laughs> I know. No, um, not... so... Yeah, so i think they said um pixar soul i don't know if that got pushed oh, i think yeah. that one's it it's keeping its same release date that's opening June 19th. But if you go to the Walt Disney company.com, you can click on their news and it has the entire release schedule, the updated one from June through 2022. Wow. Yeah. Soul looks really good. So I'm excited about that one. Hopefully it won't get pushed back too much. Yeah. Um, There was apparently an Easter egg in onward about soul, but I didn't catch that. I'm not, so I'm not sure, but um Anyway, there I found. A, I did find the Easter eggs. I need people to go and point them out for me. I did find several on my own without looking them up. Um, Maybe this and, is, that'll be my my goal is to yeah. watch the word. The the most obvious one, which we saw the very first time, was the Pizza Planet truck. So which is in so. everything. So yeah, but there's a lot of things that are in. I can never find oh, it. Oh, this one was pretty. It was pretty obvious. I think you'll be able to see it. Um, we also found triple dent gum from uh, or triple mint gum from. Inside out, you know how they sing the jingle. Yeah, yeah. It, that was on the that was on the shelf at a convenience store. So it's really fun. Okay, well that's it for the news. So coming up, we will discuss uh, our favorite restaurants. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, food. Because does any, is there any other reason to go to Walt Disney World than food? I don't think so. Well, I mean, the rides, the shows, the no. shopping. The I outside. honestly, when I go, I don't even do fast pass reservations. I only plan my dining reservations. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. <laughs> okay, so why don't you start? Well, let's start at, let's start from like. I think um, we should do Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Studios. Yeah. 
Animal Kingdom. Like the order that they open. In order that they open. So let's do quick service and sit down. And then we can even discuss if you have a favorite snack card or something like that. We can discuss that. So why don't you go first with Magic Kingdom counter service? Okay. My, I don't, okay. My favorite counter service at Magic Kingdom, um, I really like Casey's Corner because I love a, a corn dog nugget, but I think my favorite is Be Our Guest. Only for lunch, people. I don't like it for breakfast and I don't like it for dinner, but their lunch, that turkey sandwich, oh my goodness, it's so good. It's real carved turkey. It's not cold cuts and the, the garlic aioli on there and they make the fries really crispy. It's my favorite thing. I crave it all the time. Okay. Um, I think my favorite counter service... That's hard. I do not like Casey's Corner because I got food poisoning there one time and I can't. I can't. Um, I liked it before that, though. <laughs> that happened to my friend Becky, my best friend. We had, um, we're going to talk about this on the Patreon Extra, but she was down there visiting me um, and we were at uh, Beaches and Cream for dinner one night and she had food poisoning for four days. So she, oh. like, I think this was six years ago and she only just recently ate at Beaches and Cream for the yeah. first time. Well, uh, we ever, you know, we talk about uh, you cut through, you can cut through Casey's Corner to get yeah. in the shop and stuff. I have to hold my breath every time. Um, it's just bad. I, and it's a shame because because it's a really good hot, if you want a good hot dog, that's a good hot dog. You know what's a shame is like everybody, like you get food poisoning and you can't eat there anymore. I got really sick. It was not from food poisoning. It was my niece passed me on a virus, but I got violently ill. Um at Disney World once and the last thing I ate was the peppermint ice cream because it was November uh -huh. like Christmas time. I still love that peppermint ice cream and I will oh. eat it. I do not have those bad effects. Oh, that's good. For good for you. <laughs> Sorry to everybody who doesn't like to talk, talk about the sickness, but um, okay. So it's, it's, this is a hard one for me for quick service there. My husband really loves Columbia Harbor House and I do too. It's good. But I think right now my favorite is Sleepy Hollow oh. because that while it's a very limited menu, that chicken and waffle sandwich is unbelievable. So good. It's so spicy, good. but not too spicy. It's got this slaw on it that, <clears throat> excuse me, that the slaw on it that is so good. So it's like the, it's the perfect combination of sweet and spicy and a little crunchy with the ch chicken and the slaw. It's, that's my favorite right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I love that one, too. But now there's a massive line. There never used to be back in the day. So I get lazy and don't like to wait in it. I forget about it a lot, I think, too. Yeah. I think they have time. mobile order now, too. I don't like We I hate mobile order. I, it yeah. always takes me forever to get my food. So whatever. depends on where. Uh, I did it at Cosmic Rays one time, and I couldn't find where the mobile order was because, you know, they have all those different bays. And yeah, it was confusing. But I found it eventually, so. Anyway, that's, I think that's my favorite, Sleepy Hollow. Ask Good me question. again in a year, it might change. But today, <laughs> Mine can change monthly. Like, yeah. every time I go, I'm like, no, this is my new favorite. Yeah. Okay, okay so about favorite sit down? Liberty Tree Tavern, hands down. There is no competition. I just, I love, I love Thanksgiving food. I love that it's all you can eat. So if you want more stuffing or more mashed potatoes, they're going to bring it. Um, I even love it for lunch. Their lunch menu, which is not all you can eat. You can, that's an option. Or you can um, order off a la carte. I just, I love it. I love the food. I love, what is the, the gooey, gooey brownie Sunday thing for dessert? Oh my gosh. Like that is me 
that is worth risking my blood sugar for. It is so good. It's very, very good. I think that's my pick too. Uh, it's been a long time since I've eaten there for dinner, but I've eaten there for lunch several times recently. And it is amazing. Their chicken pot pie is unbelievable. Their pot roast. I think they have a meatloaf that's very good. They used to uh, have a pasta dish too that I loved on their lunch menu called the William Penn pasta. I don't think it's on there anymore. I think it changes, but it. I have the recipe. You know, I would ask. You know, how you can ask for recipes. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Okay. The, there's also the uh, a, a thing. One that gets overlooked a lot is the plaza. Uh, yes. Because we talked. We've talked about that at Disneyland before, but the plaza at Walt Disney World is right at the corner of Main Street and the walkway to Tomorrowland. And it's got sandwiches that are really good, warm or cold sandwiches. Uh, and then you could get ice cream from the ice cream parlor right there, too. I think it, I, I really, really like the plaza. I feel like it's overlooked now mm-hmm. because it's not an option for dining reservations. You, It is walk-up only right now, yeah. um, which I appreciate because not everybody wants to make a dining reservation. But when you're thinking in those terms, it kind of goes out the window but I used to love it for lunch like you said they have really good sandwiches they have good bowls of soup too and then they do a milkshake of the month so depending on what time of year like they they have regular milkshakes but they make a seasonal one every month and it's so good you can also order the ice cream cookie sandwich from the plaza ice cream Mm -hmm. shop which is good but I like to have um like either a later lunch or you time it with one of the street parties and you can kind of watch the parade going by out the windows which is nice that's a good, that's a really good one. Okay, any snack carts that are your favorite? I don't know. No, yeah. I don't really like, again, I don't snack much at Walt Disney World. And, yeah. and it's vice versa in Disneyland. Like at Disneyland, I think they lack really great restaurants, but they're snack, like all I do is snack all day yeah. there. Yeah, it's a, um, I mean, I like the, really at the Magic Kingdom, I usually just get popcorn and, or a Mickey bar. Uh, because, I don't really like a Dole Whip, so some people will probably say that that is a great place for a snack. So, sure, <laughs> you can you can go, you go into your Adventureland and have your Dole Whip or your Citrus I do swirl. like that. I love the swi- Citrus Swirl. Yeah. I do like that. Um, I used to love the Cheshire Cafe when they had the Cheshire Cake Cups. Yeah. Those, yeah. oh, so, oh my gosh, those were amazing because it was more frosting than cake. But I think I was in the mi- minority of people that like that because they don't have those anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, there's, I like a cream cheese filled pretzel that you can get at the lunching pad. Um, but I don't really snack. Yeah, I don't usually get a snack there. So, okay, well, let's move on to Epcot. Uh, let's, let's say non-festival Epcot. I know, which is rare because I've <laughs> there all the time. Festival. <laughs> but let's, let's just not mention the specific, like, food and wine or flower and garden carts. Let's say park only, like, all the time. Perfect. There. Okay, so we start with counter service. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, counter service is super tricky at Epcot. And it doesn't make sense because there's a billion and one counter service places. But I never seem to find one that is matching my craving at that particular moment. Um, I find myself a lot going to the Les Alles Bakery in the back of Mm. France and getting one of the little tartines, which is almost like an open-faced French bread pizza. I love those. Those are great. Um, sometimes I'll go to the Yakitori house, right? That's, that's my favorite. That's what I, that's, that's hands down my favorite. Uh, sometimes I'll go there. Um, like I really want the pizza from, uh, via Napoli to be good at the takeout window, but it's not, it's awful. Like it's nothing like the pizza that you get inside, which is, I think the biggest failure of Epcot in my opinion. Like I don't understand why it's so hard. 
get it together. They can do it in Italy. Why can't you do it? Um, but yeah, like there's, I don't like fish and chips, but I love the Rose and Crown. So I, I, that's why I love Epcot festival season. Cause that's when I find yeah. food, get food there. Um, I really like uh, Yakitori house a lot. That's probably my favorite. Um, one that I like a lot, but I don't seem to eat there a lot is sunshine seasons. Oh, I, I never sun- eat there because I'm always back in the back of yeah. the park, but it is good. It's oh, so I just good. thought of one and my mom will kill me if I don't mention this. And and again, it's not someplace I eat all the time, but it's food that I love and I eat basically all I eat at home is the, um, I can't think of the name of it now, but the counter service in Morocco where they have oh, yeah. the falafels and the shawarma. That place is that's so fantastic. good. Fantastic. Probably some of the like the best quick service food you're going to get at Epcot. But I every time I go, it's empty. I feel like a lot of people don't stop in there because, oh, it's Moroccan food. I'm afraid yeah, of it. But really, so it's, it's falafels. It's grilled chicken. It's hummus, pitas. It's, they have a lentil salad. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's gosh, very so good. good. So good. I Tangerine Cafe. Isn't that what it's called? Yes. Tangerine Cafe? Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. It's very good. Uh, when Sarah and I were down in February, we almost ate there. We were debating between Tangerine Cafe and Yakutori House, and we opted for Yakutori House. So, yeah. I feel like every time I'm at Epcot with my mom, with guaranteed that's where we're stopping yeah and then we'll go to germany and get a pretzel and a beer for my stepdad that's what we do. <laughs> all right so uh table service i feel like this is a very very difficult choice all of them. Oh, yeah. my favorite counter or favorite table service i don't know that i have a favorite but i can give you a list of like 10 favorites i really love via napoli i love tuto gusto which i'm going to count as a table service even though it's really a bar because you have to be seated um chefs de france i love rose and crown like love rose and crown um even san angel inn i'm not going to count it as a favorite but it was good the last time i was there yeah the other one is very good too the um la hacienda I think is excellent. I haven't eaten there other than at special events. So I, I don't have that to recommend. Um, gosh, I, I loved, uh, I even like both of the other restaurants in Morocco, um, both the uh, Spice Road Table and Restaurant Marrakesh. Again, people are terrified to eat there. I, it's The food is phenomenal. It's just yeah. really, really good. And I, I would, I'm going to say it. The Morocco Pavilion is the, the pavilion that consistently across all their restaurants has the highest quality food. Like it's yeah. just always tasty. Um, but I would say probably my favorites are Via Napoli, Chefs de France, and Rose and Crown. Yeah, those are all good. Um all, every single one that I've eaten at, especially in World Showcase, is excellent. Spice Road Table, uh, Tepid Edo, or Tokyo Dining. I can't. I I can never. Tokyo remember. Dining is the sushi one up front, and Tepid Edo is the one where they cook at your table. Okay, so I ate at Tokyo. I've eaten at both, but Tokyo mm-hmm. Dining was the most recent one that I, that Sarah and I ate at. Um, but then let's go to Future World Coral Reef. Oh, I love really Coral good. Reef. Mm-hmm. And I think probably the most underrated one is. Uh, the Garden Grill. That's see, that's one that I can't eat at because when I got sick, uh, I'm at Disney World. Like I, I had already stopped being sick, but like I still wasn't quite myself. And I was like, "Well, we have the reservation. Let's go." And I think I ate three bites. Like oh, I, just, no. I can't do it. I can't yeah, do it's, it. It's so good um, that it's a char- It is a character meal, but the food is it's served uh, family style, and it's mostly food grown at Epcot. So. That's one of the things when you take the Living with the Land boat tour, they serve it upstairs, um, all the food that you see there. 
And it's it. The only bad thing about it is the way it's set up because it is a rotational restaurant. It moves so slow that you cannot feel it. But your table is rounded. And so if you want to take photos with the characters, it's a little inconvenient <laughs> to get in and out. Um, so, you know, kids or me who really likes the photos with the characters, I always have to sit on the end. So, yeah, something to think about. Okay, but what's your favorite favorite? Uh, La Hacienda. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe I need to try it there. We had plans to eat there uh, after our race, the Star Wars race, in a couple weeks, and I had to cancel it. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, but it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna try it next year, and we'll we'll eat there next year. So, um, if you time it right, you can uh, sit sit on the water for the fireworks. And they used to have a rose petal margarita that they no longer have that, but it was oh, amazing. Why did they take away all the? Characters? I don't know. Uh, it was, and then um, they had a. They have a queso fundido that's oh my gosh it's so good anyway that's very it's a very very good restaurant i think so okay um, snacks okay snacks all of them yeah uh, i mean that's hard because you count you know the pastries uh in france as snacks or do you count them as a meal um gosh i don't know uh, oh here's a good place for a snack it's so it's too crowded but the margarita bar in Epcot, they have in um, New Mexico, they have really good chips and cheese dip and guacamole. But oh, that's like La Cava, like yeah, inside, yeah. yeah. But it's mm -hmm. really the only thing they have on their food menu. But it is good, it's very good. It's really now, good. <laughs> one tip about La Cava is there is a there are two separate lines there's a to go line and a sit down line, and almost always the sit down line. It's not actually very long. You have to, it's not very big in there. You have to wait for a table, but you see this huge long line and you think, I don't want to go there. But if you go to the right hand side, that's where the sit down line is. And so you can sit down and have your drinks and usually wait left. Yeah. And get out of the heat and the humidity. Yeah. I'm into um, that. Yeah. I, um, my favorite is the, the pretzel in Germany. If I don't get one of those at least once every trip, for, I've done it wrong. Those are my favorite. And also the ice cream in France. Oh, yeah. That's very good. Oh, so good. That's very good. I, again, a, a long line, but, you know. Worth it. Yeah. Eh. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything in Future World that I... I'm, like, mentally trying to go around the park. Again, and I don't really... I don't snack much uh, at Walt Disney World. It's, like, big meals that yeah. I'm usually after. I'm just trying to... Yeah, I, that pretzel is my number one. Sometimes if I know that they're making fresh popcorn in the caramel place in Germany, I will go in there and get some, because that caramel, I don't like caramel corn, but that is like, unlike anything I've ever yeah. had. Like if you can get that fresh, you have to do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to Disney's Hollywood Studios. So favorite counter service. Um. I can't even tell you a counter service place there. <laughs> I, I, I ha literally don't have one there. Um, if they had Ronto Less Roasters, then I th then Ronto Roasters would be it. But yeah. um, down at Fair, I don't. I down whatever the 
farmer's market restaurant is. Oh, I want to say. Fair, I think what you're going to call it. Yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, but like there's like five different places in there and they all have different names. But I think the one at Fairfax Fair, they used to have a hot dog topped with truffle macaroni and cheese, which sounds disgusting, but was incredible. So I would get that. Um, but I don't believe that's on the menu anymore. So I don't, there's really no, I'm going to tell you where I eat when I want like a nice lunch, but I don't get counter service at Hollywood okay. Studios. Well, um, I like the Backlot Express. It's very good. And Sarah and I ate at the ABC Commissary, and we were very surprised, pleasantly surprised at how good that was for lunch. Um, so I had, we both had, I think, a turkey sandwich that was not like deli turkey. It was like carved turkey. It oh, was nice. very Yeah, it was very good. So we were pleasantly surprised at that. But uh, I feel like maybe I'll try that the next time I'm there for lunch, but probably not because I'm going to go to the place I always go to. Is that the Brown Derby Lounge? Sure is. Yeah course <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a sit down but like if I just want a nice lunch yeah. but not anything big and I don't want it I'm gonna go there I'm gonna wait for a table and I can get like a little martini flight or a margarita flight and just sit and people watch and have like a nice light meal yes it's it's my favorite as well I was gonna count <laughs> it as a um as a sit down but they have so the brown derby is one of the things it's famous for is the cop salad and so they have a half cob salad for lunch and that you can add shrimp to it um and it's so finely chopped it's i can't even imitate i don't know how they do it uh so if if i'm going to eat at the brown derby might as well eat at the lounge because i'm going to get a cob salad anyway and the half portion is just fine with me and so, you can order off the regular menu yeah. from inside if you want to, but they have a special like um, tapas type menu outside for the lounge. So like a half portion of the salad or sometimes they have different sliders. They had a really good duck slider the last time I was there. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Um, so that's that's just where I'm going to eat, which is why I don't do any of the counters yeah, in this place. I, I agree. I also, while the food at the Sci-Fi Drive-In is not great, it's fun. So I really like that. And the other place I think that has very good food is on the other side of Echo Lake there at the 50s Primetime. I think I was going to say 50s Primetime is my favorite restaurant. So 100% my favorite restaurant at Hollywood Studios. I think it's kind of like a throwback to when I was little growing up. You know, MGM had just opened, <laughs> excuse me, and that's where we always ate. So it's a lot of memories there. I love the hijinks that they get into and the food is wonderful. The food is good. And if you go to the tune-in lounge, like you can order off of the menu there too. So uh, if you can't get a table, just go to TuneIn Lounge and get your milkshake because you have to get a milkshake if you are if you are there because they are so good. The PB probably the best milkshake. milkshakes. Oh, yeah, probably the best one. milkshakes at Walt Disney World, I think. Yeah, so we, should I do, we should really do a scientific taste test of the milkshakes at Walt Disney World. Blind taste tests. Mm. So we, <coughs> yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, That's the Tune-In Lounge is great because, it, yes, it's a waiting area for people waiting to be called for their table, but it's also a really good, it's a full bar, um, so it's like you're bump, getting into Dad's liquor cabinet, mm -hmm. so they have, you know, really great drinks, cocktails, a full thing of wine, but like Charlotte said, you if you can't, you weren't lucky enough to get a reservation, you can order off the full menu and they you can either eat it there or get it to go so I know there are times that we've been my stepdad was craving the chicken uh the fried chicken we couldn't get a reservation so we ordered it to go and we sat out at the tables right next to Echo Lake and just kind of had like a little yeah. alfresco lunch yeah that's great um I have eaten at Hollywood and Vine once and I thought it was really good uh it was back this was still when it was 
Disney Junior, like handyman, handymanny was there and stuff. I can't. So. I feel like I haven't eaten there in probably fifteen years. Yeah, I've only eaten there once, and I, it was good when we when we ate there. It was. I would liken it to Goofy's Kitchen at Disneyland. Like they had a lot of different things for breakfast, so I would eat there again for sure. I haven't tried the Minis, Moonlight, whatever they call it, um, yeah, no. for dinner, but. Okay, any snacks that you like it? Carrot cake cookie, the greatest snack on the planet, obviously. <laughs> Is there any other snack there? If you're not getting the carrot cake cookie, just yeah. don't even go. <laughs> so um, I like, I haven't, I don't snack a lot there either because usually I will fill up at Brown Derby Lounge or something. But I did try the blue milk at Galaxy's Edge and I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, Nora wanted to try it, so she didn't like it. So I ended up drinking most of it, and I was I was like, I have to put this down because I don't know how much sugar <laughs> is in this. But it's like a sweet, I don't know what to I don't know what to call it because you know it sounds gross, but it was cold and not quite frozen, so not quite a milkshake, but it was a very sweet drink. It was really really good, so I would definitely recommend that. No, I haven't tried that one yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, okay, I'm, I'm just going to say this funny story. I was talking to my mom yesterday and I was like, how are you doing with the quarantine? Cause my mom is one of those people like cannot sit still. And she's like, I can't stand that these are closed. Like even here, I mean, I don't even go that often. I just go to downtown Disney to have dinner and I can't get my carrot cake cookie. Like she is losing her mind that she cannot drive the 30 minutes to Disney's Hollywood studios to get her carrot cake cookie. And I'm not kidding. She does nothing else, but walk in, gets her cookie and then goes home and sends me a picture of it. So <laughs> my mother is losing her mind that she cannot get her carrot cake cookie. Does, <laughs> does, does somebody have a recipe for that? That she could make one? I don't know. She said she made um, a cake this weekend for her friend's birthday, which is a whole other thing I yelled at her for because social distancing. Come on, baby boomers, get it together. Um, but she, she's like, I didn't even have cream cheese, so I had to make it a Cool Whip frosting. It didn't taste right. Of course it didn't <laughs> taste right. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to Animal Kingdom. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. Favorite counter service places. Um, I know it's really weird, but I love Pizza Fari. Like, it's yeah. not even good pizza, but I love it. Um, oh, gosh. I used to always eat at the um, uh, Yak and Yeti local cafe or Anandapur local Anandapur. cafe, uh -huh. but they took away the noodles, so I don't eat there anymore. Um, I don't... Um, Flame Tree Barbecue is good, but I'm not a barbecue person, so I don't really eat there. So usually, well, I'm there's that pizza new place. What's that new place? The Market Harambe Market. Oh, I did it's eat there. Good. Right? It's yeah, good. It's it good. was okay when I ate there. I didn't love it, but it, it's a good. Like it depends on what you're having. It's yeah, a good choice. yeah. It's, I think it's really good. That's probably my um, go-to. So. Well, again, um, this is another place that I don't eat quick service anymore. I used to all the time. Now I'm just at the Nomad Lounge. Yeah, I, I know. Where I am. So, all right. Well, before we get to the <laughs> oh, Nomad Lounge. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Satuli, Cafe, Satuli Canteen uh, over in Pandora. I always uh -huh. forget it's there because it's so far back, but I loved their food when I ate there. Right. It was Good excellent. Time. All right. Well, before we get okay, before we get to Nomad Lounge, let's talk about um, Tusker House because Sarah made me eat there. <laughs> And it's fantastic. It's so good. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't disappointed that she was like, we're going. And we ended up, we had a reservation for lunch, but because 
we weren't sure when we were going to get our our um, Rise of the Resistance sporting time because we already had one. We decided to ask them if we could go for breakfast. So the breakfast reservation was like at 1030 or something. We just moved it up a little bit. It was amazing. Uh, just it was one of the best restaurants for just food. And then the characters, Mickey and Donald and Goofy. Uh, who else were there? I feel like there was at least Pluto was there. Sometimes Daisy's there. I think, yeah, Daisy was there. Yeah, it was very good. And they had the uh, the jungle juice or the pog, depending on where you are, depending on what it's called. But, oh, my gosh, it was it was incredible. So, okay. I love Tusker House. Um, especially, uh, breakfast is great there, too, but I love their lunch and their dinner. Um, I would not say call it my favorite. It Maybe it used to be my favorite. Um, I also remember when Tusker House used to be a counter service, and I loved that, too. But anyway, my favorite sit-down restaurant at the parks, hands down, is Tiffin's. I yeah. love Tiffin's. I love it. The food there is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. So Tiffin's is attached to the Nomad Lounge, so you could get the best of both worlds <laughs> and, yeah. have, and have a drink or so at the Nomad Lounge, and maybe your appetizer's there, and then uh, go to and Tiffin's. It is, for it is a signature restaurant, so it's fancier you know it's a little bit higher priced than than the other restaurants there but if you are looking for a really really good meal um i especially love lunch because they kind of tweak their menu a little and they offer small smaller portions or tastings and where you can combine certain entrees that's a great option to get out of the heat and humidity too for an hour or so yeah it's very good uh i only ate there once at and it was a special event so there was a little bit difference of the menu but not that much i've looked at the menu since and it was pretty similar and um nomad lounge is attached to it and when you everybody knows we love that place because their food is incredible their drinks are really good so um i don't think you can go wrong either place to sit down and and relax for sure yeah. yeah, and and especially at lunchtime, I feel like Tiffin's doesn't really have like the notoriety yet. Most people kind of overlook it when they're at the park. So if you go to the Nomad Lounge and it's looking a little crowded and there's no tables open, you could always walk right next door and see if there are any tables open at the restaurant and to order a meal and drinks. Um, you know, it's not the same vibe. You're not lounging on couches or whatnot. And it's a little bit quieter in the restaurant, but I find that they don't. They usually have tables open, so you could potentially see if you could just walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any snacks that you like there? Oh gosh. I feel like there must be, but now I can't think of any. Um, no, not off the top of my head. I mean, sometimes the samosas from the little cart, but that's, yeah, that's where I was going to say there's a cart kind of between, it's hard to explain where it is like the bridge to, uh, Discovery Island, and then you turn right to go to Yakineti, but you turn left, and it's right there on the left. <laughs> uh, and they've got samosas there, and they're excellent. Uh, everything I've had there is really good. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I just don't snack much over there. If we yeah. do one of these on Disneyland, for it'll my list will be like for ten hours long of yeah. all the snacks. But yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up. Is there should we well should we just kind of like throw out downtown disney like maybe like a little okay rapid fire round here's our favorite restaurants at downtown disney or any of the resorts what is i guess what is your favorite ultimate favorite restaurant anywhere at walt disney world i don't know um really like the uh 
Yachtsman Steakhouse where you can get those just like appetizers or rolls and stuff. Or this, mm-hmm. I think it's that bar there. Really like that. Uh, I used to love Artist Point, so that was good. I really like. I don't know all of them. <laughs> I haven't. My problem with saying something at Disney Springs is I have. There's so many I haven't eaten at. I know, but yeah. Homecoming is really good. Yeah, Homecoming. Um, that's that's probably the top one there. My Disney Springs is hard because there's a new restaurant every other day. Yeah, that's what's um, about that. My favorite, favorite, favorite Disney restaurant is California Grill. Always and forever. I have yet to find something I love more than that place. Yeah, good. There you go. Well, I haven't eaten there yet, so. Next time. Next time. Next that time. will become my favorite. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up. So we are going to, on the Patreon Extra, since it is Kyle's birthday and he suggested this, we are going to talk about what we like to do on our birthdays at the Disney parks. Um, and I spent my 40th birthday at Disneyland and we've, we've all been there on our birthdays. I know I've been with Heather at Walt Disney World on her birthday before. So we're going to talk about what our, we like to do on our birthdays at the parks. And so if you'd like to listen to that, you can join us at patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And we have different levels depending on how much you uh, how much you pledge every month and you can always join our facebook group which is a lot of fun and we are always posting <laughs> there's always something going on over there so, so we really appreciate you listening and we will talk to you next week bye, bye.